0: SECTION 11 OF WOMEN OF HISTORY This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Pamela Krantz WOMEN OF HISTORY by Anonymous YULIA DUMNA 2.40 GIBBON The second wife of the Emperor Severus deserved all that the stars could promise her. She possessed, even in an advanced age, the attractions of beauty, and united to a lively imagination a firmness of mind and strength of judgment, seldom bestowed on her sex. Her amiable qualities never made any deep impression on the dark and jealous temper of her husband, but in her son's caracalla's reign she administered the principal affairs of the empire with a prudence that supported his authority and with a moderation that sometimes corrected his wild extravagances julia applied herself to letters and philosophy with some success and with the most splendid reputation she was the patroness of every art and the friend of every man of genius the grateful flattery of the learned has celebrated her virtue but if we may credit the scandal of ancient history, chastity was very far from being the most conspicuous virtue of the Empress Julia. She had experienced all the vicissitudes of fortune. From an humble station she had been raised to greatness, only to taste the superior bitterness of an exalted rank. She was doomed to weep over the death of one of her sons and over the life of the other. The cruel fate of Caracalla though her good sense must have long taught her to expect it, awakened the feelings of a mother and of an empress. Notwithstanding the respectful civility expressed by the usurper Macrinus towards the widow of Severus, she descended with a painful struggle into the condition of a subject, and soon withdrew herself by a voluntary death from the anxious and humiliating dependence. So far Gibbon, to which Gizo adds, this princess as soon as she heard of caracalla's fate entertained the idea of starving herself to death she was reconciled to life by the respect with which macrinus treated her by whom she was permitted to retain her court and establishment but if we may draw any safe conclusion from the curtailed text of dion and xifilin's imperfect abridgment she conceived new ambitious projects and aspired to empire she wished to follow in the steps of Semiramis and Netocris, whose ancient country bordered on her own. Macrinus ordered her immediately to quit Antioch, and retire wherever she would. Recurring to her original design, she died of hunger. End of section 11 Julia Domna Recording by Pamela Krantz